We're so happy you're joining us on our Brentwood Church podcast. To find out more about Brentwood, go to brentwoodchurch.org. During this episode, Pastor John shares a great message that we pray will lead you to new and deeper levels with Jesus Christ. So open up your Bible or Bible app and grab a notebook or simply listen along. When you think of the church, what do you think about? Do you think about those little buildings out in the country with the steeple? Or do you think about those giant cathedrals in Europe that took centuries to build? When you think about the church, do you think about pews and congregants sitting there listening to a priest or a preacher give the Sunday morning service? Do you think about candles and hymns? Are your thoughts mostly positive? Or maybe they're not so positive. I I talk to a lot of people, and people have different views of the church. Some people think of the church as irrelevant. Some would go as far as to say that it's offensive to them. And I understand these descriptors for people who don't believe in God and don't believe in the Bible. I mean, why would you care about an organization that claims to know and speak for a God that you don't believe in? But for other people, Their unbelief is more personal. You see, a lot of them grew up in church and were hurt by the church, and so they rejected it. They've seen the church from the inside, and they left. For them, the church is people who are judgmental and hypocritical and make them feel unwelcomed. Here's the perplexing thing, though. Those same people who have left the church would say they still believe in God. And a lot of them would say they still believe in Jesus, or at least they want to. But they've left the church because to them, there are two unbearable things about it that have hurt them so badly. Religion and religious people. And that's what I want to talk about. let's talk about that point of view for a second. Most religions and religious people tout that if you're good enough, if you're smart enough, if you're religious enough, then maybe, just maybe, God and other religious people will be happy. But here's the downside, and it's the really downer downside. If you fall short in any way, if you don't look or behave the right way consistently, if you don't believe religiously enough, then God and other religious people aren't happy. And you don't belong there anymore. And I don't know about you, but I don't know that I could belong to that. Because I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not religious enough. And I think a lot of people can relate to that. The question is, is this how the Bible describes the church? Is this what it describes the church to be? Religion making religious people. Here's what religion claims. Religion claims that if I have good intentions and I have good behavior and I have a good image, then I'm good with God. But that's a lie. In fact, it's a big lie. And the biggest part of that lie is that I can somehow do enough and be enough to rescue myself from sin, evil, and death. That's the big part of the lie. But the believable part of the lie is this. It appeals to my natural human default of pride and fear. 
Pride is that thing in me that says, man, I'm better than you and I don't need any help. Fear is the antithesis of that. It's, am I better than you? And how am I gonna get the help that I need? And will I get the help that I need? And here's the weird irony of these two things. Pride makes us feel self-righteous, while simultaneously fear says, what if I do something wrong? What, what if somebody finds out that I said something wrong? Am I really good enough? But again, that brings us back to, is this really how the Bible describes the church to be? Religion making religious people? What I'm about to show you will give you a perspective of how God designed the church from the very beginning. And I believe it'll help a lot of people believe in the church again. The Apostle Paul, who before he was a believer and follower of Jesus, was a very religious man. And he went around and he was writing to some of the churches that he had helped plant. And in the book of Ephesians, he is writing a church in Ephesus. And this church, just like Paul had believed and followed Jesus, but all of a the sudden they started wrestling with religion again. This thing that turns people into judgmental hypocrites. And so the Apostle Paul writes them to remind them of what foundation, what foundation the church was built upon. And this is what he says. He says, as for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins in which you used to live when you followed the ways of this world and the rulers of the kingdom of the air, the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. And so he says, I want to remind you of who you were before, before you were in Christ. All of us also lived among them at one time, gratifying the cravings of our sinful nature and following its desires and thoughts. Like the rest, we were by nature objects of wrath. But because of this great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ even when we were dead in transgression. It is by grace you have been saved. Does that sound like religion to you? Paul is sharing something that is the opposite of religion making religious people. What he is sharing here is God's grace, God's truth, God's transformation. He's sharing something that says that we aren't perfect and nor can we be, but God is transforming us from the inside out with his grace and with his truth. If you think about it, think of it like this. Religion says do, grace says done because God has already done it for us. And when the church gets a hold of this, when the church understands it at its core and lives this out, it changes everything. As long as we think that we can handle our sin on our own, we'll always go back to religion and judgment and hypocrisy. And no one can believe in that. No one can sustain that. But when we stop trying to earn God's love with our actions, when we reject the lie at the heart of religion and we replace it with the truth of God's grace, the church begins to look different. 
You see, the church has never been about religion, making religious people. The purpose of the church is to change the world through three things, a message, a mission, and a community. The message is simple. God saves us from sin, evil, and death through grace and our faith in Jesus Christ and not by our works. The mission, go show and tell others this news and how they're invited. And the community, it's a gathering of people growing in both the message and the mission through God's word and God's spirit. A church that gets grace, that understands its purpose, that church won't be perfect because there's no such thing as a perfect person or a perfect church. But a church that gets grace will be contagious, will be compelling. It will be welcoming and loving, a place where lives are changed, where people go to new and deeper levels with Jesus Christ, where people want to be. When the church is made of people who understand the gospel, it changes the world. That's the church we want Brentwood to be. Not a church of religion or religious people. Not a church that's focused on doing or saying the right things. We want to be a church where it's okay to be broken, to be hurt, to, to not believe. Where we can be honest about where we are, but God's grace is on full display. Where God's truth is proclaimed and where people's lives are being transformed. That's the church we want to invite people to be a part of. Not a perfect church, but a transformed church. So if you're that person who has left the church because you've been hurt by the church, this is what I want to say from the sincerity of my heart. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that the church hurt you. And I want to invite you to give the church a second chance. For those of you, though, who call Brentwood Church home, this is something we've got to fight for. And we got to keep fighting for. we got to fight to keep grace at the center of our hearts and grace at the center of our community so that we never forget who it is that's rescued us and why it is that he's rescued us and what that means to you and me. Because if we forget that, then we go right back to religion and we go right back to being religious people. And that is judgmental and that is hypocritical and it is not compelling and it is not contagious. When the church understands and proclaims the gospel, it changes the world. Brentwood, if we fight for grace and are shaped by the gospel, that will be us. We'll change families. We'll change neighborhoods. We'll change cities and communities. Remember the gospel and go change the world. for listening today. We believe that everyone has a next step towards Jesus and we'd love to help you take yours. Email us at hello at brentwoodchurch.org or visit our website brentwoodchurch.org slash next steps. Until next time, go change the world.